Hey, Wedpreneurs! Welcome to episode 52 of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Rivero, and before we begin, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. This is your host, Lee Rivero, and welcome to the Wedpreneur Podcast. Join me and our guests each week as we discuss wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry, and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you were dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. Allow me to reintroduce myself to new listeners. I'm Lee, the new owner of The Wedpreneur and a wedding planner based in Barbados. I'm 34 years old and newly married to the love of my life and my now business partner, Kevin. Let me start by saying thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for encouragement and support. So today I'm getting way out of my comfort zone to share my story. I absolutely love sharing information, but it's definitely not my favorite thing to do to discuss my personal life. But just knowing that it might help just one person going through something similar is enough to encourage me to continue. Also, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and so I took it as a sign that it was time to share. I'm not going to go into great detail. I mean, that would take forever. But I'll tell you the story in a nutshell. 2019 was a fantastic year for me. My wedding business was booming, and I was able to buy my first home. A childhood dream to buy my first home before 30. I was making a stable and consistent income and loving every second of working with my clients. Just before the global crisis began, I was looking forward to a prosperous and successful 2020, just like everyone else. Needless to say, this is not how it all worked out. Full disclosure, my whole life I've always struggled with being overly selfless putting others' needs before my own, and being overly sensitive. Basically, I had a lot of difficulties setting boundaries. I'm very aware of this now, but definitely it's been a long road to get to this point. For me, I was living my best life, renovating my fixer-upper, doing gorgeous beach weddings in Barbados for my living, and getting to know my now husband. In fact, I'd just taken my first real vacation with a couple of friends in February. Back then, without really knowing it, I had achieved a great level of work-life balance, which basically means I was making progress both personally and professionally without sacrificing one for the other. Before the pandemic, I had not a chick nor a child nor a parrot on a stick, as my mom likes to say, and my major responsibility was my business. Adding a partner, home ownership, the global crisis, and a new business to the mix, though, let's just say... In hindsight, I really thought I was superhuman, but I am not. No one is. From the outside, it probably seemed that my life was perfect, but let me assure you, it was all about to come crashing down. First of all, we in the wedding industry are just as vulnerable to burnout as any other stressful occupation. A lot of people don't know this, but being an event planner is one of the most stressful careers that you can have. In fact, the wedding industry is notorious for its long hours, intense pressures, 
and demanding clients. Between the irregular work hours, high-stress environment, and the ever-growing mountain of administrative work, I feel like the risk of burnout was already there. That's the thing about overwhelm, you know. It creeps upon you. And the circumstances of living in Barbados during the pandemic were really the straw that broke the camel's back for me mental health-wise. So we're back in March of 2020. The lockdowns had begun and weddings were banned. I was in a terrible financial position because I'd just paid a house deposit and all my savings went on legal fees and renovations so that I could move in. I, like many others, was counting on a great year business-wise. You see, in Barbados, the government had no choice but to impose extreme measures to prevent the decimation of the tiny population. On a 166-square-mile island with a population of less than 300,000, this was a real risk. Ever the optimist, at first I was hopeful that everything would be okay. But again, as we all know, this turned into a two-year nightmare. The prolonged uncertainty, being trapped in the house, being lonely all the time, I was single back then, and also cut off from visiting my family as I had been accustomed to back home in Trinidad. I also had an extreme fear of getting sick and being alone, or worse, being taken away to an isolation unit. Coping with these financial and emotional challenges drained everything from me. I put on a very brave face, though. I was in denial about how this crisis had turned my world upside down, because I felt guilty knowing others had suffered losses of friends and family, and it kind of felt selfish and wrong to say that I was suffering. On the inside, however, I was overwhelmed, I was depressed, I was anxious, and I was definitely losing interest in parts of my life that I used to enjoy. Having to cope with the disappointment of clients who had to postpone or cancel their weddings during this time was so hard. I lost 30 pounds. I had terrible sleep. I had insomnia. All my bills were in arrears and behind, and I had no clue how I would get out of it. Then, in 2021, I opened my email and I saw a message from Mary offering the sale of the wedpreneur. It would be a perfect opportunity, and I was totally elated and ready to start but that was not to be. I really didn't expect that the foreign transaction would take a full year to be completed. All through that year, I had so much time to learn how to do everything, but I wasn't able to start because the transaction was stalled. Thankfully, Mary was committed to making this happen for me and patiently allowed the transaction to take its time. Again, I was playing the waiting game, everything uncertain. When would the payment go through so I could access the material? When can I get a handle of my finances so I could be free to invest the time I needed into this? You see, leading the Wedpreneur Academy is what I would call a passion project. Of course, I want it to be profitable in the long run, but my main focus is helping as many wedding professionals as possible. It's just that in reality, I still have to work more than full-time hours to be able to rely on events by Lee to support myself. When the transaction finally went through, a full year had passed. So much had changed. Instead of spending all day cleaning or recording karaoke's online, I was back to planning weddings, frantically trying to make as much money as possible. I was planning my own wedding for October 2022 and feeling overall terrible. The reality was... I was doing too much work and spending zero time on self-care. 
Deep down, I'd absorbed the common misconception that taking breaks when there's work to do was lazy. Hence the guilt. <laughs> Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. I even had a canvas print of this hanging in my bedroom. Cringe, I know. And I felt like asking for help was lazy. Now I see that this is toxic because achieving work-life balance before life hit me was simpler to do without formal strategies. We never have to actually road dog getting a great work-life balance going. There are tons of amazing strategies out there to help with this, and I'm so eager to share them. A lot of us are parents or work full-time in addition to running our own businesses, and it's really not fair to judge yourself for not being able to get everything done all at once. No one can really do that. If you find yourself comparing yourself to others, do you a favor and remember the concept of comparing apples and oranges. You can't do it. You only know the full picture of your own story. By the time my own wedding rolled around, I was a hot mess. Thankfully, the reopening of the country and putting the wedding day behind us really gave me the ability to focus on my goals and prioritize setting up an appropriate management structure for my business, delegating most of my daily tasks to staff and training them while simultaneously learning how to record and edit a podcast and how to do the thousand million things that Mary was doing to keep this community together, including how to create course material and practicing coaching one-on-one. Saying it aloud, I know it's a lot, But I have a really strong team supporting me and the work-life balance strategies I've implemented. They have put me in a much better place now, where I can feel more comfortable and confident about helping others in the industry to get their business together. On my 34th birthday, April 15th, I decided that I was ready to come out of hiding and restart the community. So here I am today, spilling my guts to strangers on the internet. My focus on work-life balance is the one thing that has changed significantly over the past year. And I feel like it's just as important for us to work on these strategies to avoid overwhelm and burnout as it is for us to have a business plan for our business. After all, you can't pour from an empty cup. Fast forward to today. Besides me being Mental Health Awareness Month, it's also wedding season. Busy weekends and elevated stress levels are about to hit us. So we definitely need to pay attention to the real threat of burnout. So here are my tips for you as you embark upon this wild ride that we call wedding season. Number one, make time for self-care. Yes, I know it's a buzzword now, but it doesn't have to be a spa date. It can just be a 15-minute walk in the sun or doing some breathing exercises. My personal favorite is box breathing. I get a lot of exercises off of Spotify. Never skip your days off and try to look after your health as best as you can, mental health included. Number two, spend time reviewing your systems and processes and adapting them to suit the schedule you have currently. If you do everything you can in advance, it really helps your future self not to be overwhelmed. Having a maximum of five items on your to-do list for any one day is ideal. Number three, celebrate all your wins. This helps with the cultivation of a growth mindset, which is essential for a successful wedding business. We get so caught up in everything and being everything to everyone, we can forget our why. 
Making a note of something I'm grateful for every day was so helpful to me. It really puts things into perspective. Working in the wedding industry is hard, and we deserve to give ourselves props when we put our best foot forward. Number four, last but not least, remember our community. Because it was paused for an extended period of time, you might not see any of the posts, but we're still there. There are still thousands of fellow professionals who are so helpful at answering questions and so generous with their advice and resources. We can all relate to what you're going through. So if you need to vent, if you need support, and if you need a good laugh, we're all here for you. I know that everyone is about to be busy with wedding season, but I encourage you to join the group if you haven't already. Add it to your favorites and check in as often as you can especially if you're starting to feel overwhelmed or burned out. One last thing before I go. Here's a reminder that cultivating a growth mindset can lead to better work-life balance by helping us to prioritize our time and focus on what's most important. When we believe we can grow and develop, we are more likely to set boundaries and take breaks, leading to a healthier balance between work and personal life. That being said, Grab the Mindset Cheat Sheet on our website, www.thewedpreneur.com. Stay tuned for the next episode, during which my husband, Kevin, will be joining me to discuss more about work-life balance and mental health. As a new wedding professional, he has definitely taken the bull by the horns when it comes to doing our business, and I'm sure the discussion will be worthwhile. Have a great week, guys, and bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Webpreneur Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to our free online community at www.thewebpreneur.com forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us to spread the word by leaving an honest review and sharing with others you think would also enjoy this. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Bye for now.